Please join me in the prayer for illumination. Gracious God, as we turn to your word for us, may the spirit rest upon us. Help us to be steadfast in our hearing, in our speaking, in our believing, and in our living. Amen. Today's scripture reading comes from the book of Psalm, chapter 59, verses 16b through 17. I will sing of your strength. In the morning, I will shout out loud about your faithful love, because you have been my stronghold, my shelter when I was distraught. I will sing praises to you, my strength, because God is my stronghold, my loving God. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Congregational singing is an important part of the Methodist tradition. And here at University UMC, congregational singing is an especially important part of the worship life together. As you continue to worship online at home, I would encourage you, if you don't already, to have a hymnal near you as you worship. If you do not have one at home, just call the church office and we'd be so happy to make sure that you have one of our Methodist hymnals. It's good not just for worship, but there are prayers scattered throughout the hymnal, and it is a wonderful devotional resource. This day in worship, I'm simply going to share with you a few of the hymns that have shaped my faith throughout the years. I want to begin with the hymnal, with the hymn, Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty. That song always takes me back to my childhood. You see, for some reason, um, we had this pastor who loved the hymn so much that most every single Sunday, we would sing at least one verse of that hymn. So it reminds me of my childhood, and it perhaps more than any other hymn helped shape my appreciation for the Sunday morning worship hour that was set apart as holy and different than anything else we did during the week. I even think some of the archaic language helped shape my appreciation for the rich and long history of the Christian faith. One hymn line sings like this, All the saints adore thee, casting down their golden crowns around the glassy sea. Cherubim and seraphim falling down before thee, which word and art and evermore shalt be. These words were not words I used in my ordinary daily life, and the song always reminded me of Sunday morning worship. As a youth, when I was a teenager, I attended camps at Mount Wesley in Kerrville, Texas. Some of you may have done the same thing. And one of the hymns that was popular when I was a teenager at lots of camps and revivals was Pass It On. It's in our hymnals and it was um, an important way of me remembering that it was a part of the Christian faith to share faith and love with other people in my life. One verse says, what a wondrous time is spring when all the trees are budding, the birds begin to sing, the flowers start their blooming. That's how it is with God's love. Once we've experienced it, it's fresh like spring. You want to sing, you want to pass it on. All this said, I will share with you that as my faith grew and matured, 
My appreciation for hymns that had a richer and deeper theological understanding of communal salvation became important to me. Pass It On seemed very individualistic, but I began understanding that faith was not just about me and Jesus, that individual sense of salvation. Rather, I began growing in my understanding that all of us as humans are connected and therefore God is calling on us to live our lives in ways that enable all children of God to thrive. This understanding is foundational in the Methodist faith, the importance of social action, not just personal, but social piety, said John Wesley. And so there are a great number of hymns in our United Methodist hymnal that underscore this theological conviction. One that I love very much is God of grace and God of glory. As I consider the many ways that you as a congregation are involved in missional work, as I think about the ways that you work for social change, this hymn resonates with who we are here at University UMC. In last week's sermon, I mentioned something about my need at times to repent of the temptation to fall into apathy or complacency when it comes to trying to make a difference in God's world. One line says this, it says, save us from weak resignation to the evils we deplore. Grant us wisdom, grant us courage for the facing of these days. These words embolden me and convict me reminding me that in the midst of all the hard things, we can and do make a difference. There are so many hymns that speak to me and that have shaped me through the years. I'm quite sure that this is true for you as well, but today I'm gonna share just two more. One is the church's one foundation. It's in the hymnal number 545. It speaks to me as our denomination continues to be divided and continues to wrestle with a way forward when it comes to matters of full inclusion. One of the lines reads like this, though with a scornful wonder, we see the church oppressed by schisms rent asunder, by heresies distressed. Yet saints their watch are keeping, their cry goes up how long? And soon the night of weeping shall be the morn of song. Friends, those words were written in 1866, and they remind me that the church has had a long history, perhaps like any community, of divisions and controversies. We are not alone. Other people have gone through these things, and in the midst of it all, we remember that God is with us. Finally, I close with these words, from the hymn, God Be With You Till We Meet Again. It was about two years ago when we were under those shelter-in-place ordinances early on in the pandemic that this song remained in my mind as I and so many others longed to see one another again in the sanctuary for worship. Hear these words, God be with you till we meet again by God's counsels, guide, uphold you. With his sheep, secure, securely fold you. God be with you 
till we meet again. Words attributed to St. Gustin of Assisi go like this. The one who sings, prays twice. I pray that you will continue to sing 